I am Barrington Brennan, a counseling psychologist and marriage and family therapist, with your daily relationship nugget. I would like to hear from you. I would like to know how you enjoying these programs. You can visit my website at www.soencouragement.org forward slash rn. You can send me an email to info at soencouragement.org or you can text me at 242-477-4002. The issue that causes the most problems in marriage is leadership. (laughs) I know that surprises many. That is according to an international research done by psychologist Dr. David Olson on roles in marriage, which indicates that 93% of couples state that the number one stumbling block for married couples is we have problems sharing leadership equally. The couple's concept of leadership in marriage affects conflict resolution, involvement in household chores, parenting, career paths, financial planning, and much more. It is my opinion that there is far too much emphasis on who is in charge in marriage and not enough emphasis on let's work together. Companionship, togetherness, and oneness. Whenever a male in a relationship or a husband makes the comment, who's wearing the pants around here? That is a sure sign of a misconception about marriage, which often evokes tension that can lead to abuse. It is an insult to a woman's dignity and value. I've discovered that the majority of modern Christian women are not looking for men to lead them in marriage. They're looking for men to lead with them. They are uncomfortable when there must be a designated someone to have the last say or last opinion or just because that someone is a male. This causes tension in marriage or makes it difficult for couples to experience optimum marital health. We have not taught husbands and wives to negotiate, so they resort to what appears to be easy, a power central structure. Husband leads, wife follows. Society has for centuries set up women for emotional and physical abuse. Many women themselves are maintaining and defining the status quo which leads them down the painful path of abuse and sometimes death. They tell their daughters and granddaughters to unquestionably respect your husbands. They have the last say. Don't hurt their egos. End of quote. Thus, when an intelligent woman who knows she has the freedom to think on her own questions or seeks to dialogue with her husband, her opinions are squashed simply because she is the wife. Too many men have been taught to use women and too many women have been taught to depend on men like needy, mindless females, sapping them of the true worth, their own true worth. 
We must remind men and women that in marriage and in society, God gave men and women, husbands and wives, equal voice, vote, and power. One area in marriage that really tests marriage couples' concepts of oneness is the management of finance. In the Bahamas, and even in many other countries uh, listening, Jamaica, in Belize, in the Cayman Islands, in the, in the U.S. Virgin Islands, uh, we have a recipe for disaster in couples' finances. Women are taught that their income is for themselves and not for the family. Husbands are taught that they are responsible for taking care of and providing for the family and all the household needs. They do not let their wives know their incomes and their wives are to take care of them like maids in a hotel. There is no teaching about equality, sharing, combining of income and assets, or working together. Some wives have a false sense of security because they can keep all the income to do as they please while their husbands take care of all of their household bills and even all of their personal care. This false sense of security blows out of, out of the window when the wives realize that they do not have much power in making what they feel should be joint decisions and there is no balance of power. Their names are not on any assets and as soon as they realize that there is an imbalance of power, then there is war. And oftentimes a volcanic eruption of angry words that lead to fear, depression, embarrassment, and marital breakup. In the book Empowering Couples by Dr. David Olson, women clearly have been the recipient of an unfair division of labor in the home. In fact, in only 20% of dual-career marriages did the men share household work equally with their wives. One study found that single mothers spend an average of 16 hours per week on chores while married mothers spend an average of 20 hours per week. End of quote. Why is it so difficult to get men and women to work together in the home? Why are so many, why are so many men still requiring their wives to serve them, cook for them, wash their clothes, and clean their dishes simply because they are the wives? I believe that good Christian women or men would enjoy doing these things not out of requirement, but out of love and healthy understanding of equality in marriage. If a husband wants his wife to serve him, he must also be willing to serve her the same way. Wash, fold the clothes, clean dishes, iron, cook, babysit, clean floors, take the children to the doctor, change the diapers, etc. If he does not like to do any of these things, then it is unfair for him to expect his spouse to do these things. Both should share the burden out of love and consideration for each other. And remember, it is true. A partner, a spouse, a wife or husband may not have the skill to do some things like cook. One may not even know how to wash clothes the best. True. However, how we go about dividing the chores should not be about gender, but about talent. And we all work together. 
Dr. David Olson's research goes on to indicate that marital satisfaction is not possible when couples depend on the concepts and practices of the good old days. Let us review the findings. Listen. The research indicated that when both husband and wife perceive that marriage is egalitarian, equal power, voice and vote, that more than 81% of couples are happy and 19% unhappy. When the husband is traditional, there are fixed roles based on gender and tradition, and the wife is egalitarian, 50% of the couples are happy and 50% unhappy. When the wife is traditional and the husband is egalitarian, only 30%, 37% of the couples are happy and 63% unhappy. When both husband and wife are traditional, only 18% are happy and 82% unhappy. The real issue of leadership and roles in marriage is that of power. Power is perhaps the major impediment to the achievement of marital equality, says Olson. Whether it is wife-dominated power or husband-dominated power, it is not healthy in a relationship. Men have to release themselves of a preoccupation of power and leadership. Until that happens, we will continue to have spouse abuse. I encourage pastors, psychologists, men, teachers, leaders who train men to become whole and to teach men that they are not to compete with women, but to complement them. Do not teach them that they must take over from their wives. Do not teach them that male leadership is a divine right or prerogative. That is not biblical. God gave both men and women dominion over the earth, not each other. We find that in Genesis 2. Teach them that sin has skewed the balance of power, and Jesus came to restore in us his image. This includes the restoration of power in marital relationships and among all people. We are equal at the cross. This has been your daily relationship nugget. I am Barrington Brennan, keeping a smile on your heart.